Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation. This is Adam from Clicksing It, and this is episode 146. A little bit of a different duo today. Uh, Dan is unable to make it tonight, so it's just me and our buddy Kane, who we've not talked to in a long, long time. So Worlds is right around the corner. we got a few things to talk about, but before we get into a lot of that stuff, because we've got Team Worlds to talk about, we have new previews to talk about we've got also a new chapter of our verses episode so let's get into a quick howl before our week before any of that sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday there are seven days there are seven days there are seven days in a week as you could probably tell, I was stalling there because I didn't have my audio cues uh, ready, but uh, hopefully it turned out okay. Kane, I feel like I haven't talked to you in about a month. How have you been lately? Is Kane I'll tell you what. There I'm he is. So I was like, Hello, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't even remember how to work this thing. Uh, I've been good, man. It has been a while since I've talked uh, with anybody. I've kind of been go, go, go. Um the most exciting news out of it, my absence, is I got engaged. So, um, yay! So been, married, yeah, yeah, married club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I get to join that club. So, uh, so yeah, I got engaged and just been on the trips. We went to Grand Canyon. We went to Vegas. We went to Bryce Canyon. We went to a bunch of trips. So, I've just been going and doing that, focusing on work and um, playing clicks as much as I can. So. I got into some of the X of Sword stuff, got to play the play uh, the summer event, the first one. So I got to play that. So, so uh, yeah, been good, man. Just staying busy. I was wondering why you were asking me what my prices were for videography. So now yep. I, I had a hankering. I had a hankering. Yep. That's what it was. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we all have to know, how did you pop the question? Um, actually, so it's so funny. So I've had the ring since like July. I've been up and down trying to do picture perfect moment, trying to do all that. And then funny enough, it just, we were in our hotel room. Um, and I was like, we were just goof. We were talking about a concert we just went to. We were like, uh, geeking out and it was like really genuine, cute moment. And I just felt like I had to do it right then and there. So I just popped right there in the hotel room. Nothing crazy, but it was just kind of one of those right moments. I couldn't wait for another one. So. Those are sometimes yeah. the better ones than the planned out ones. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think talking to her, I think that's what it was. It was she really enjoyed the she totally blindsided, had no idea, and it was it was awesome. So, well, congrats to you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, as so, for, but, but enough about that. We got clicks. Let's let's, let's talk about clicks, man. I, I've been missing clicks so much. Like I said, I've been playing 
I did some of the extra sword stuff, but um, but man, like I world, like you said, world is right around the corner. So I thought right now is a good time to talk about it. Plus, we got some previews. So. As for me, last Sunday we had our month one OP Exa Swords. Finally, uh, I didn't pull the greatest, but I ended up winning the what? tournament. Uh, I pulled my team ended up being the Summoner from the OP set, mm. the Dazzler at low points, War at low points, and I had the Warlock Sword. And then I had Roulette from the regular set and then Peepers. Now, we are not doing the Battle Royal like a lot of people are doing. What we're doing is oh. you're buying one booster of the OP X of Swords and one booster of the regular X of, P or X of Swords set, and then you're making a 300-point team. So we're doing a little bit differently. So did, did you like that? I do. I mean, I like my Battle Royals, but for me, it's... I was trying to think of how we would do it if we had like odd numbers and things like that. So we just decided to do it the old fashioned way and do 300 points sealed. Yeah. Um, so I ended up winning. I went three and all that day. Uh, what did we, what did people pull? Somebody pulled annihilation. I think no Genesis, sorry. And wow. the other guy, Tarnus or Darian, whatever the mind control guy is. But um, I ended up winning. Uh, luckily I had some, good fortune throughout my game uh, i think i was one of the only people that had prob because of roulette but uh yep. summoner was a oh and i had the rare rogue i don't know so i had summoner from the op war from the op dazzler from the op and then peepers rogue and roulette from the regular and i finally that was the first time i ever pulled the rogue rare so that was kind of a bonus for me because she is the non-prime version of that slot, so she's a little bit harder to get. But, uh, yeah, I ended up doing uh, very well, so we'll see what month two brings. Uh, other than that, if you have, if you live in the Wisconsin area or Chicago area, you know about the monsoon that we've got the past two days. Uh, oh. we, we have gotten so much rain, it's almost biblical. My water pump has been going nonstop for the past, like, 48 hours. I actually got an unexpected day off of work today because our school had no power. So I'm driving the kids to daycare today, and right as I'm pulling in, we get a phone call saying, Sussex Hamilton High School does not have power. Don't come to work. <laughs> so I got the unexpected day off today, which was kind of nice. But those are the best. Those are. <laughs> but, but, but I, 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 like, considering the circumstances, that's unfortunate. Yes. But still. <laughs> so it was it was a nice lazy day for me. Uh, but yeah, other than that, not much has gone on with me. Let's get into the news. All right. Uh, first things first, we do have our Patreon this month. We do have some cool prizes in there. We are giving away the Fantastic Thors as a prize for what month are we even in right now? September. So if you want to be participate in that, go on over to patreon.com backslash clicks and, and become any tier member and any tier will get you into the drawing. Uh, fun fact, we had somebody on the Patreon win twice in the last two months. He won Gamora and he won Spider-Hulk the last two months and i've been trying to get a hold of him didn't get a hold of him for a while didn't think he wanted the stuff turns out he lives oops sorry about that he lives in australia 
So um, time zones are kind of screwy there, plus everything wants to kill you. So finally he did get uh, in contact with me, and I was like, you know, I'll ship to you, but I would like for you to pay the shipping, you know, because it is Australia. So he's like, yeah, no problem, man. I'm all for that. Just let me know how much it is. So I go to UPS. I tell him, hey, I want to ship this to Australia. Here's the address. He goes, I go, how much do you think it's going to cost? He goes, Australia, probably looking at $250. I was like, uh, excuse Dang. me to Australia. Wow. He goes, yeah. Rings it up, turns out to be 175 And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to talk to this guy to see if he wants it. But um, I was going there for an Amazon return, and then I had to go to USPS to return some stuff. So I was like, well, I'll just ask them. So I asked them, like, how much would it cost to ship this to Australia? Here's the address. He goes, uh, it'll be $25. What? Um, <laughs> wait, what? Like, I was expecting, you know, 100-something. And when I told him what UPS said, he's like, wait, what? Like, is he swimming it to Australia himself? Like, what is, what's going <laughs> on here? So not sure what's going on with U- UPS with um, shipping prices, but every time I've looked at shipping things to them, they've always been way more expensive than UPS. So um, yeah. not sure how we got from $175 to $25 from two different companies that do the exact same thing. So yeah. um, I will be shipping that to Australia for our Patreon very, very soon. Um, also, if you want to check out our uh, our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, check them out and use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-N-T, and get 5% off your order. All right. Is so, he, has he, real quick, has he wrapped up all his uh, case breaks on those, or are you still doing something? I believe he did, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, we got some previews the other day that look very interesting. I'm not, these are from the, I'm not sure where these actually came from, but um, the WizKids had a display with um, like a PowerPoint, if you want to call it, and they showed us some pretty cool pictures. So we do have the Avengers Forever coming out. And they do kind of have the warp world chases. So we had things like the Soldier Supreme. We had Tiny Monster, which is Hulk as like a miniature person. We have a Ghost Rider who I can't remember who it is. But, oh, it's Black Panther as Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, They also previewed the Fire the Hellfire Gala, and then we also got some previews of the Batman team-up, and it looks like the Scooby-Doo gang is going to be the chases for that set, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. We also got some figures from Beyond Amazing, the new Spider-Man set, so we got a very cool-looking Venom. We got uh, some cool Sinister Six people. We got a bunch of Spider-Men, obviously. <coughs> but the thing that I'm very interested in is is they're coming out with these new kind of interactive hero clicks, which have iconic pictures or like iconic um, comic panels from two different figures. So like one of them is Batman slapping Robin. So these aren't like peanut bases, they're individual pieces. So one of them is Batman slapping and the other figure is Robin taking the slap. And when you put them together, it creates the comic panel. So we got that one. We have the Spider-Man where they're pointing at each other, the the famous three Spider-Man pointing at each other one. Mm-hmm. We also have a 
Um, where is it? Superman Doomsday one, which looks glorious, and I will be getting this one no matter what the cost. So that's another one. We also have some other ones from Marvel, which is the Thanos doing the snap. So it's kind of like the snap where it's uh, from the Batman 70s or 60s, 50s, whatever show it was, where it had like the little um, the words by them, like boing and stuff like that. So it's Thanos doing the snap. And then we also have a, uh, looks like a Iron Man that comes with different suits. So kind of like a, a shifting focus Iron Man, but it actually has the suits instead. So I like where Heroclix is going, according to this display of figures that they came up with. So not sure uh, what these are going to be for, if this is going to be for the next DC set, but I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Some of the, and, and what's really cool is like, I don't know if they've ever called them this, but they're called Iconics. Now that is really like simple and cool. Like <laughs> Icon and Heroclix, those two words together, pretty cool. I, I love it. Um, one that you kind of br- brushed by, maybe maybe you said it, maybe I missed it, but it's uh, Bane uh, 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 breaking yeah. Batman's back with the cracked. I thought it was really cool. Um, now we you got have, a really cool look at Batman too. We have had that Batman before. Where, oh, have we? Okay. Um, I forget what set he is. I want to say Arkham Asylum, but I could be wrong. But it was a super rare where it's Bane breaking Batman's back over his knee. Okay, and that, what, what, what I really like about this one is just like you mentioned, the, the Thanos, like it has the word, right? Like it has the cracked word right, right behind Batman, which I thought was really cool. The Thanos snap one that I, I just hope these look as good as the renders do, like in the photos. Yeah, I really hope they look as good as those do. And I don't um, know if the but, ones that kind of like go together on the comic panel are going to have any kind of interaction with the other. I kind of doubt it. Like I don't, I don't know how you're going to play Doomsday and Superman together in a points battle because I mean, <laughs> be honest, they could be both be 300 points. So I think it's more of a you just put them together and make them look cool kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we've seen this before in the Civil War with um, Captain America and Iron Man. Yes. So I've done these things before, and I don't recall those being... Uh, I think they had effects where, like, if you have Captain America, Iron Man gets plus this, or vice versa. So they might have some type of effect like that, but I, I wouldn't imagine, oh, if you have on the same force, they do this effect. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm imagining if you're against it, you get an effect. So. Yeah, for sure, because yeah. Batman and Robin would go together, obviously, but there's no way Doomsday and Superman would be on any, <coughs> excuse me, any kind of team up or anything like that. Right, I agree. Really cool previews. Really cool. Uh, let's see what's next on here. All right, so we are going to talk a little bit about some world teams. Uh, I did have a, what do you call them, tabs in the in our Discord where people could post them. So we're going to talk a little bit about those. Um, I will say Ryan Redman's team looks the funnest, but he's not allowing me to share it on the podcast, so I'm not going to mention it. But um, I am very interested to see how that team does. I think it's really good. It's very creative, which what he came up with, but he wants to keep it secret. I'm not going to spoil that. So for all of you who play him down in Memphis this weekend, good luck. Uh, so let's yeah. see here. Uh, so some of them we have, we have Austin Murray. He is going to be playing a, looks like, 
I'm not sure, to be honest. <laughs> He's got a bunch of different <laughs> tabs over here, but I don't think they equal up to 300 points. So I'm sorry, Austin. I'm sure that, I'm going to have to pass on I, that one. Well, I think he, looking at it, he has one that is 298, and I'm curious if he's doing some type of swap or side oh, thing. Oh, so what he's probably doing is he's doing the Nimrod, um, just calling him. So he's got Master Mold, Sentinel, 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 Phoenix Sentinel, Sentinel the 33.1, Sentinel the 25.1, or actually I should say four of the 25.1s, and I think he's just hoping to get a bunch of leaderships in and calling in those um, other Sentinels on the sideline with the Master Mold. So he's going to be a 1, yeah. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And then he has Nimrod Prime. So he's a plus 11 Sentinel team with the Nimrod Prime, which I forgot to add. So he's just hoping to recruit and call in Sentinels from the sideline with Crazy or like Crazy with Nimrod Prime and Master Mold. Problem Give is me game fun. It's, again, it's going to be a fun team. I don't know if it has a lot of power, like attacking power. I just think teams kind of just come up and wipe you out uh, one Sentinel at a time because Master Mode does take some ramping up to get those better Sentinels out there. So, But overall, I think it's just a fun team. Sure. Um, Miles says he's got a Invisible Woman at 60. I believe that is the – which one is this? Fantastic Four 034E. Um, is that the like the the win- winnable one that you get like at the summer? Oh no, or? it's the rare from Fantastic Four, the one that has shield and can um, replace. So he's, oh, okay. he's got that one. He's got the common invisible woman. He's got Mister Fantastic. He's got Human Torch, Sakari Iron Man, Agnes, Marvel, Mary Jane, Emotional Modifier, and Cloak of Levitation. And then his swapping is uh, Franklin, the thing, human, the thing, the rare, human torch, black leopard, Jim Hammond, lockjaw, Mister Fantastic, Valeria, and Nathaniel Richards. So it's just a swap, Fantastic Four. Yep. Is that even? No, that's not even themed because Agnes and Sakarian Iron Man. So I'm not sure what he's going for there. Well, I'm looking like it's a celebrity. Mark oh Bella. yeah, it could be celebrity. Yep, I bet you're right. Yeah, so Spider Man, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man family looks like. Yeah, if Mister Fantastic is celebrity, then I'm I'm, I'm counting on it being a Spider Man family uh, uh, celebrity. Let me look that up super quick to see if that one is because it's the the common from Fantastic Four. Yeah, zero zero one. Is yep. celebrity. Yep. Okay. Yeah, pretty um, interesting. We got uh, Mr. Amato, who's doing 100-point apocalypse, Collector, Dr. Elliot Gregor, Molecule Man, Felix Faust, Dazzler, Abominus, Enchantress, and the Emotional Modifier. So I don't think that is themed. Dazzler, I'm assuming, is giving the shield to... I'm not sure. So Dazzler can give the shield to two people that she shares the keyword with. I just don't know... Does somebody make someone cosmic? Because that sounds like it's all cosmic stuff. No, because she's celebrity, Excalibur, Exiles, Mojoverse, Shield, X Factor, and X Men. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know I'm that. Not sure who she's giving that. I don't think Apocalypse is X Men. 
I'll yeah. look. I got to pull him up here shortly, but yeah, yeah I, uh, I'm not sure, not sure who he's giving it to, to be honest. But I mean, hey, at least you're, it looks like he's going for the collector bonuses. So yep. there's that. That's probably what it, yeah. it is, probably. Right. Uh, Peter Marshall oh. gave us two. One is Merlin at 50, Felix Faust, Dr. Doom, Magin, Jasper, the Enchantress, Jimmy Woo, All Black Necrosword, and Dr. Strange, the Recruiter. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that team. Uh, you yeah. are limiting people to their free actions with Merlin. Dr. Doom, you can turn into Robot Doom, or you can turn to Lord Doom, whichever one you choose. <clears throat> and then his sideline is Stones of Merlin, Darkhold, Lord Doom, Supreme, Doom, Dark Britain, Jubilee, Loki, and Skrull Spy. So the, the plan with Jubilee there is once turn five happens, hopefully you can recruit... Uh, so Doom or Merlin would have, or Doctor No Doom or Merlin would have to die, and then you could bring in Jubilee on turn five and hopefully turn her into a dragon. And then he also has uh, Marvel, uh, another team: Marvel, Sakarian Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, Leonardo Venom, Teen Lantern, Double Flash, Mary Jane, and Cloak of Levitation with Destroyer on the sideline. So that again is a celebrity. Scientist uh, team, yeah, or yeah, Spider-Man family. Spider-Man yeah. family, yeah. So Leonardo yeah. de Venom's good because it prohibits your people from doing outwit or perplex more than four. I believe his is. Yep, that's correct. Teen Lantern's carrying everybody around. You got the double flash. Scarion does what he does, and yeah, pretty pretty easy team to uh, work around with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, honestly, like the sideline's great. It's a great support for it. Uh, this is my type of team. Like, I love Devenom. I love Team Lantern. It, it all works. So, definitely, definitely a good team. Uh, Elroy Jack gave me one, which is Collector, Hope Summers, Phoenix Sentinel, Captain Marvel, High Evolutionary, Rocket Raccoon, and the Herald Dial. So, I'm thinking Herald Dial is going to go on Captain Marvel. Because you, mm-hmm. you can't put it on Phoenix Sentinel. Either that or Rocket Raccoon. Probably so, Marvel, to be honest. So he's going for the damage boost. So Phoenix Sentinel, I believe at 75, is a 3 or 4 damage. I cannot remember. For Phoenix Sentinel? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I believe it's 4. My buddy played that figure last nope. week, and it was pretty fun. It'll pretty be good. three, so then it'll be four with the collector bonus. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And then Dan, who couldn't make it tonight, is doing Mary Jane, the 40.1 that turns Asgard, our ruler, into Asgard. Blackheart, She-Hulk, the Chase, Marvella, Darcy Lewis, Surtur, Human Torch, with Flash Thompson and the emotional modifier. What does Flash Thompson do again? Is that the no mastermind one? Um, that uh, sounds right. No, that is no shape change within four. Gotcha. What's a Darcy Lewis do? She has perplex and outwit and shield. She's just really good for 25 points. Oh, yeah, it's pretty solid. Stealth as well, yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. So pretty it's, good. An, it's an Asgard team. Right. And then as mine, I posted mine on Facebook a few days ago. So I decided to go with X-Men. I do really good with X-Men. I like the swap. So I came up with Cypher from the X of Swords with the Sword Bear, Abigail Brand, Dr. Moyer Mertaggart, Mimic Prime, Kate Pride, Professor X, the swap one, 
Hope Summers, and Tyler Hayward. And my sideline is Diamond Patch, Deadpool, Maggot, Multiple Men, Leech, Peeper, Jubilee, Venom, Magneto, and Tempo. So basically the plan is basically to take out Cypher, he drops the sword, take out Abigail Brand, take out Kate Pride, and take out Professor X. And I believe I have 160 or 150 points left. I can bring in Deadpool if I want to play... Um, come up close to me. I got Maggot for the bystanders. I got Leech if I feel like I need him to turn people um, <clears throat> powers off. I got the Jubilee option. I got Venom Magneto. Tempo if I want to get a larger reach. Diamond Patch if I feel like I'm going to run into Stealth and Shape Change. But the main reason is I've been really looking for a way to give Mimic Prime Mastermind and that is Abigail Brand and Tyler Hayward. So Abigail Brand turns all X-Men into sword people, or all sword into X-Men, which one of the ways. And Tyler Hayward has Mastermind. So if I feel like Mimic's just going to get pounded that game, I'll just throw on the team the multiple men at 40 points. That way he will just take two damage at a time and then keep spitting out other multiple men with the empowered and Mimic will get a 4 damage flurry instead of a 3 damage. Or I bring in Peepers if I want to up the movement plus get the Empowered on him. So it just, just gives me lots of options for this team. I like it. I did well with Mimic Prime and the Not Nationals two years ago. I still think he's a figure overlooked. The biggest problem is there's just so many good Prime slots out there. It's really hard to find out a Prime that you want to use. Well, speaking of primes, we might not be done with this segment, but I'm very curious, kind of leads into my, my side of the of the team build, is how much have you guys talked about Matt Jim Jaspers? I haven't personally talked about him that much. I I'm indifferent about him. I just How he, so? He does what a prime is supposed to do. I just think right. it's almost too good. Like to just just give like if you had if you haven't watched any of my memes that I've been putting up lately about Magic Jaspers, I did two of them. But uh, just to give Sky Tyrant the all black Necro Sword for a power action, it just seems like super broken. And, and I think it's just more of any figure, right? Like if you start thinking about figures that that benefit, and I'm sure we'll get them here coming up, like uh, with the new sets coming in. I think. Being able to do that to any figure that you need to is very powerful. Um, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he's broken. But like you said, like I, I think he's almost on the same level as Collector, where he does one specific thing, and it's very crucial what he does. Collector's the same way. like He buffs your team. He has Perplex. He has Phasing. It's almost the same stat line, same life, like click amount of clicks. Like It's almost the same. Uh, this is just your prime slot. Yeah, and he obviously does more. Um, it just a hair more, um, and and that's where I kind of go with like my theme, my world team is like I really like Vision Prime, right? Like I thought about going Vision Prime, doing Abigail Brand, doing all that. I, I really like Vision Prime at full, um, but when you get into looking at figures like Mad Jim Jaspers, uh, we look at figures that are in the Exosword Summer Event. Uh, we look at Apocalypse, right? Um, both the Legacy as well as the upcoming um, Winnable in the Summer Event. I feel like we're starting to get a lot of figures. We're 
we went into this variety of meta where we had animals, we had Fantastic Four, we had X Men, we had we had this variety. Now I'm starting to get skeptical and afraid that we're going towards this pay to win uh, meta that we used to be in. Um, I'm really in that being like Vulture and all these other. I'm hoping we don't go back that route because um, Sky Tyrant still hasn't been touched, right? And like you just said, Mad Jim Jasper is giving Sky Tyrant a a, um, a very strong item is pretty intimidating. Uh, right off the bat and so and i'm sure you could figure out some way to make it theme um but i i I, yeah so it's just it's a very scary figure and i feel like if i was going to go world i feel like those are some of the figures that you just have to have on your team um and again with worlds obviously comes down to the player right um but i know that there's a lot of figures that just kind of do what they need to do and makes them very strong imagine jasper's being one of them I don't think the game is really quite at the pay to win, but it's definitely turning into I adapt to your team. So like there's Fantastic Four, there's X-Men, Hellfire Club, where all these teams, you can look at your opponent's team and then swap in what you want. And then Magic yeah. Jasper is, oh, you have a person that has shape change. You, you have a person that has impervious shape change and super senses. Okay, all black necro sword. Now you don't have any of that stuff. Right. So it's Yeah, cuz you can you can interchange your weapons too, can't you? Yeah. Like put a bunch on the sideline or something. Yes, that that is the one thing I do like is they do count towards your sideline. So oh, that's good. if you have four objects in your sideline, that means you have only five other options for your sideline. Okay. Nice. It so, does help. <laughs> I like him. I don't see all the big hype about him, but uh he is very good. Like I said, he all not only does he do that, he does have perplex, he does have barrier. I think it's for free. Uh, let me find them super. Uh, yeah, but it's only two squares, I believe. Correct. Two two markers for free. Yeah, but it's free barrier. Yep. It's perplex. It's and not to put past that triple target twelve attack in cap. Like that's still something he can do. Um, and if he survives somehow some way he's got pulse wave and honestly like that's a pretty that's still a pretty good power like it's one damage but sometimes that matters you know what i mean yeah and he just has um so the giving a non-equipped character a object is a power action but he has a free action where you choose an equipped character within a range and line of fire which is five and you replace your equipment with another equipment of equal or less points from your sideline. So again, it's just adapting to your needs during the game rather than, yeah. oh, okay, I'm kind of screwed. Which there's do there's pros and cons of that where, okay, we're a team where you maybe went against and you had no chance. And now it's like, okay, now I can adapt during the game by giving my figures equipment that I want. So I like it. I, I, I more liked Hero Clicks back in the day when everything was a surprise. You know, you didn't know what the next yeah. you didn't know like if you get hit for four, you didn't know what the clicks look like or something like that. Right. Um so I just I think the element of surprise is kind of getting away from the game and it's more prep uh, preparation's the wrong world, but more adaptation to your opponent's yeah, team. I, I, I think I said this last time I was on, but it does become a math problem. Right, like it's starting to become, what variables do I got to bring to the table? What does my opponent have? Okay, well, this plus this equals this. This counters that. Let's do this, and it just becomes more of a math problem than anything. Yeah, uh, 
Which, again, it, it, it doesn't kill the game. It just makes it, again, slightly dull. Um, but we love the game, so that's why we're still playing it and talking about it. <laughs> yep. so, uh, we yeah. did get one late entry on our Facebook page. Carlton Kramer says his team would be the She-Hulk from War of the Realms, the 100-point chase, Spider-Hulk oh, yeah. at 90, Emotional Modifier, Invisible Woman, the 50.1 from Fantastic Force with the Uncommon, and then Lockjaw and Franklin. He says, my team would have been this if I was able to attend. Cyborg would be Prime, Black Leopard, and some options for support figures, and a Human Torch with Pulse Wave for bystander removal. The team can equip the modifier and have both Hulks attack into the opposing starting area on turn two. Both Hulks are hard to take down, and any figure on the team can mastermind to Lockjaw if they get in trouble. Yep, I like it. Um, yeah, solid. Yep. Definitely solid. So those are some teams for Worlds. I know the big ones at worlds are going to be the three big ones are going to be thanos apocalypse and sakari and iron man those are like the big three right now in the world of meta obviously we'll see some sky tyrants some commissioners all the old goodies <coughs> but i do think non-theme will probably take it this year just because non-theme is so good now because of yeah. how, how good figures are like it being themed used to be kind of important. It is still important to a degree, but I've been seeing non-themed teams work a lot better uh, lately. And honestly, ever since they changed the initiative rule where you only get a plus three, you still have a good shot of winning map. Like, even if you roll, if your opponent rolls a six, let's say, you only need a ten, which, you know, a ten is still a ten, but it's still... Um, doable. Doable, Yeah. Um, and really, I think a lot of people, like myself included, like to play theme because it seems comic book accurate. Like, I don't like to play non-theme just because it feels weird to me personally. Um, mm-hmm. it's, my, it's my OCD. And yeah. those three probs you get from theme team don't last you very long. I mean, a lot of times by turn two or turn three, they're all gone. And then all your team probs are gone. So I think non-theme is going to take it this year. I don't know what's going to take it but I just think it's going to be a hodgepodge of all the good stuff that's in the meta right now. And I'm, I'm super excited to see what comes out, right? Like I've recently played the non-theme non theme, and I was right there with you where like, it has to be theme every time. Um, and playing non-theme this last week was really fun. And the figures were very powerful. Um, they all worked together. They all did what they needed to do. Um, and that's what you're going to do when you're not playing theme. Um, so yeah, I'm very interested. I agree with everything you just said. Very interested to see where the where the world teams turn out. So, so good luck to everybody that's going to Worlds. I wish yes, I could go, but I have a wedding this weekend. Also, it's a pretty long drive for me, so I don't think I would have made it anyways. Make sure everyone's staying safe, but for the most part, just have fun out there. And you know what? While we're at it, let's get into our clicksing it question of the week. I'm not going to play the clip or anything, but the question was. Who do you think is going to win Worlds this year? So uh, Peter Marshall said, I can confirm that it at least will not be anyone who doesn't attend Worlds. Very true on that. But <laughs> Touché. But I'm expecting it might either be Scott Crampton, PJ Bolin, or possibly Isaac. I won't lie and say I hope Daniel Powell gets it so he can finally design his figure. He puts a lot into work with the Legacy Thanos, which he does. I will give Dan credit. <coughs> Excuse me. He puts a lot of work, and he's putting a lot of work into perfecting 
legacy Thanos. He just always seems to come up short with that team. But with new sets coming out, he might get there eventually. Uh, and then Mork Bird, who is our friend from Australia, said, Scott Crampton has my vote to win Worlds. He has had some pretty big wins this year already and certainly is the sort of person I'd be happy to see as a representation of the 2022 World Champion. I think I heard Scott Crampton is playing Apocalypse, but I could be wrong. I think I heard that from his last podcast. Um, but he usually likes to play non-theme, so he'll probably play a bunch of the good stuff that is in the meta currently. Um, my bet, if I had to put money on this, I would just put Isaac. Isaac just seems to know the game so well. I mean, he won Gen Con Nationals with a Sakarian Ironman without the cloak, which I thought the cloak was an essential for Ironman, but somehow he pulled it off. I shouldn't say somehow. He's probably one of the best players that played the game right now. But to win it without the... Um, cloak on Sakari Ironman is great. But you also have other people out there, Matty G, Lucas Van Hollen, George Masu, Caleb Reddick, Azra Strife. I mean, there's so many people out there. Tyler Spees. Um, I think it's anyone's game because all it takes is one bad roll or one bad game and you're out. Um, I know buys are a big issue for a lot of people because we had this conversation also at our venue last week. Like, If you were offered the buy... Would you take it? Do you want the win and 150 points? Or do you say no to the buy, play a game, and either win, and maybe you get more than 150 points? Or do you lose and not get any points? Like, it's a very tricky thing. So, like, what's more important, the win or the buys? <coughs> and then Kenny Minx um, asked us to kind of talk about, like, what about the 0-0 tie? which is a loss for both people, which is a very possible thing that's going to happen because Thanos is hard to kill and Apocalypse is very hard to kill. So This is a point I wanted to allude to, so that, that's very, very good point. Because yes. if we sit... Yeah, and you're, you're timed, right? Like, what is it, 45 last actions? It's 45 to 55 minutes. They don't, tell yeah. you, they don't tell you how long, but it's anywhere between 45 and 55. Right, and it's less actions, so it, it's it can be. We could see a lot of zero zeros, to be honest. Like I, with everything not dying <laughs> currently or being so um, maneuverable, I think that's definitely a high possibility. I think it's not only tying, but no. I guess if you do score points, then it is a roll off. The only time it's not a roll off if it's a zero zero. So it is still hard to do. I think in a Thanos-Thanos matchup, it could be a lot more plausible, but Apocalypse is super hard to kill, but it depends what else you're going to be playing. Like, I think I, I think a three-team 100-point Apocalypse is viable right now because all you're doing is spitting out bystanders that he has that are super good, and you get zero points for killing those. And yeah. Apocalypse is super hard to take down. But we'll talk a little bit more about Apocalypse in our versus matchup today. But mm -hmm. I do think zero zeros are a possibility. I'll pr I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we're going to have. All right, Kane, we'll take the over or under right now. We'll say three. Yep. Uh, I'll say four point five. Do you want the over or the under for zero zero ties? 
or zero zero. Losses. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I, I, I'm gonna go under. You're gonna go under. Okay, then I gotta take the yeah. over. So. I got the over at 4.5. Kane's got the under at 4.5. So we'll see. Um, yep. Hopefully we'll get some updates. Now, they really don't tell us how many or the other matches. Like, we won't be able to see a list of every single match. But I will see if I can contact some people that are down at Worlds and ask get some them. Updates. Get some updates. Yeah. yeah. To see if there are any. I don't know if they use the win for Worlds. I'll have to check that out. I don't know if they do if they do that for Gen Con, but if they did that way, then we definitely could do that. So I'll take the over four point five, and you'll take the under. But that yeah. would suck for both people, obviously. Uh, if if a zero zero loss happens, both people are basically out of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, because like you said, like we talked about buys, like you automatically just can't compete with the buys. <laughs> like, well, that's an automatic W with a 150. Like, and really, what do you do? if you won, let's say they did do a roll-off for 0-0, zero, zero, if you won with a zero-point victory, you're still probably out. Yeah, 100%. Even if yeah. you do, I, I don't know how many rounds it is, I want to say five, but even if you went, or four, if you went perfect the next four or five rounds, I don't know if you get in. Yeah, but that makes it really hard to do. That. Hey, change well, plans has changed, and Dan is here. <laughs> ooh, 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 well, I ooh. got out of work, so I jumped on as soon as I could. But you know. Okay. Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Dan? I just got out of work, so I jumped on as soon as I could. No, about I'm literally walking out of the office. No, about so you're going to be on the bus for when we do the other parts. <laughs> um, Probably not. Probably no, I got a bit to wait. When I was saying, it, you have if, if let's say you got a a win and a zero zero by roll off and you were perfect. Yeah. That would still be like you ending in a zero zero would just make like, that makes that so much harder to go per Cause you're not going to go perfect. There's no. not a lot of teams that, that wipe a team anymore. No. Unless you get exceptionally lucky, which obviously that can happen, but that's not the norm. So I don't think well, it's, it's, it's just not the meta. It's just not the meta right now. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean. It's not the field right now. Everything's right, right. both hard to kill and hits really hard. So, I mean, you have like just even like pick one like what Saki Iron Man. He takes he can take three hits without dying, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you're yeah. like it doesn't matter how much damage you do in those first two attacks. You're not nothing's happening. So, yeah, and that's I don't just know. one of the figures in the meta, let alone. And I don't know what the, the answer for is, if they should keep it a 0-0 zero, zero loss or, like, if they just should do a roll-off or something like that. I don't know. Or make bystander points. I don't I don't see a problem, honestly, with making every bystander that is created five points. Man, but that, that, that ends up being, depending on the figure, that could be very problematic. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying it's a perfect yeah, solution. I'm just kind of spitting out brainstorm right <laughs> like i'm not saying right, like right, right, everyone's right. probably like no that's a stupid idea he doesn't know what we're talking about hey i'm just brainstorming people i don't know what the answer right. is but i i also don't like the fact well, that i can kill 12 bystanders you... and get zero points right and it well, take you if you're, if 45 minutes if you're talking about we're, we're losing you dan we're losing you for, for that i you're doing some Daft Punk, Dan. I can, we can't hear you right now. <laughs> Cue the flares. Strobe lights. Well, I'm... 
you have to kick them or something. <laughs> I'm gonna have them. I'm sorry, Dan. Said, and then zero zero. And so okay, uh, Dan. Hang on. I'll be fine. Start all over. What? We didn't get. We didn't get any of that. You oh. were all breaking up the entire time. <laughs> I like that my phone service decides to drop right as I'm right as I'm speaking. Uh, so basically, what you're saying is that should happen then only if it ends in a zero zero loss. Then yeah, you, then they should be telling the bystanders, not just in general, basically. But then, do you? Then I mean, instead that, of on, the honor system of how many you killed, I don't know if that's a thing. Well, and I think on I, top I mean, of that, it's like, real quick, like it's just like, oh, because you didn't generate bystanders, I get penalized for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, that becomes a problem. I don't know. I don't know, but that's just tough for like figures that just generate bystanders. Like, I'm gonna pick one out easily. That's annihilation. She makes one every, every turn, no matter what. Yeah, you just kill a bunch of those, and now you have like sixty points. And like you work so. for those too. Like those are not easy ones to kill. <laughs> those are very hard bystanders well, no. to kill. I just picked one that no, I'm just, generate one yeah, every no. turn. Yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of the zero zero tie or loss, but I do understand it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know why they made that change though, because I remember that was a change. I I feel like it was for more people that were trying to stall rather than attack. And like if they so it penalized the person that was doing that method, but then it also penalized the person that was playing against them. So like if I knew I couldn't win against your team, Dan, and I just stalled, I go for the roll off <clears throat> because my team wasn't as good as yours, but I would maneuvered better. I get the win if I get the roll off. I don't know if that's why they did that. I'm not sure. I could see that. I guess like it depends because I, I think well this weekend I played against the all danger room construct team and we ended in a zero zero because <laughs> yeah. I didn't kill anything of his. He didn't kill anything of mine because he only started getting the triple error tokens like two turns. Like so. I, I'm just gonna play ten people with barrier and do five barrier each uh, every other turn. That way you can't get to me and then do a roll off. Like maybe that's why they're doing it so somebody can't just win a tournament by luckily winning every single roll off they go off of or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I am like neat. It just feels like a niche case, but I guess maybe it's maybe it's it happens more than I realize. I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing too, right? Like, how often does this really happen in these bigger tournaments? Right? Like, this is excuse me, this is worlds. These are char- these are people who have developed their teams, practiced. Most of them, excuse me, most of them are are people who have played, practiced, and developed their teams over the year. Um, so we assume in these bigger tournaments that 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 isn't uh, often, but um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Because like you said, like Dan we, said, everything is hard to kill and it hits hard. So what do you do? Did y'all already go over what you would play if you went to World? We did. We went over your team unless you changed it up. I did not. I was okay. thinking about like I was thinking about like one critique I got was that if Blackheart dies, my only other attacker is She Hulk, which is a completely fair. Yeah, like critique of my team. It's like, yeah, I get that. I mean, she's still good because, like, her with an object hits for five, so that's pretty good. But I mean, Mary Jane's know, not a I bad guess. attacker. No, she's eleven for three. She's got EE. She's two targets. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. No, but I, I, I that was a critique, and I was like, that's fair. I actually want to pair Blackheart with Annihilation, just because when she dies, I would give him the the trait to make free bystanders for him to have mastermind fodder. And oh, yeah. I will say that 
Now, I, I just sold my Annihilation a couple days ago because someone was looking for it for a price that I couldn't refuse. And it was late, like 100 bucks. Uh, it was more than that. But lately, I've been oh. seeing a lot of people looking for Annihilation, and then I found out from somebody, I forgot who it was, but um, our friend Isaac has been playtesting with Annihilation. So I think that's got wind, and people are like, wait, Isaac is showing interest in her? Okay, bye, 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 bye. So, um, and when, when Isaac, say when Isaac shows interest in somebody, you listen. So I think that's what's going on right now. I just want to say, I thought she was good before all of this. So I think she's amazing. Yeah, You put that flag there. You put it there. You stamp it. I really do like like, her, but I just, I don't play that much hero clicks. I played her once already. I enjoyed her. I'm moving on. That's kind of where I'm at with clicks. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I thought she was good from the get-go. I was like, yeah, like, she makes a bystander and she attacks. And she makes the bystander every turn. And she's pretty good. And she passes it on to somebody, plus she passes on the uh, leadership, leadership as well. Yeah, which is huge in Hero Clicks. How, how often do you go after, like, someone's leadership, like, pretty quickly along with, like, their other primary attacker? Like, you know you're going to be taking a shot at that every time you can. Yeah. And... She might see more of a play once the OP um, tournament is done because then you have Genesis and Apocalypse that makes basically everybody X-Men or Warrior or whatever heck they do. So Basically, she makes them Arako and then Arako. Apocalypse makes them X-Men. Yeah, so I think the meta is going to change quite a bit once Apocalypse and Genesis come out, and we're going to just see a whole different meta after that. I think that's going to be cool. I'm excited for that. Just because of the possibility, like the team building possibilities of that, yeah. because of their like, like I just want to play Genesis, and I've I've come up with some pretty interesting like combos that you can put with her, which is pretty cool. But again, that is our world's kind of preview. Good luck to everybody. I hope to post updates as they go. I'm not sure if anyone's going to be doing streaming down there, but if they do, um, I will be sure to stream uh, to share that on our Facebook page as well but good luck to everybody safe rides or plane rides home and back uh but now we're going to get into our new segment which we enjoyed last week which is versus All right, uh, last week for our verses, we did Deadpool versus Prime Bishop, kind of because they do the same thing for X-Men. I was going to do Venom Wolverine versus X-23 this week, but I figured a better one to do this week because we are talking about worlds and um, meta figures. Let's do Legacy Thanos versus Legacy Apocalypse because they do do similar things. Uh, Dan, because you showed up late, do you have a preference? I'll, I'll be the, the moderator (laughs) and actually, you know what? I know Kane, you haven't really looked at apocalypse yet, so I'm going to give you Thanos. Okay. And Dan, I'm going to give you apocalypse. All right. Um, let's, while, while Dan has reception, let's go to Dan first. So. Dan, um, do you need me to talk about Apocalypse, or can you do both on your phone right now? No, I can do both. Okay, so tell us about Apocalypse. So the whole point of this is who's better? 
So is Apocalypse better or Thanos better? Yes, they do different things. They fit different teams better, but we're just strictly going off of versus. If you could play one at Worlds, who would you choose, Thanos or Apocalypse? Dan, tell us about Apocalypse and why is he better. So Apocalypse, is up. he comes in at 100 points. He's a colossal. He has eight range and two targets. Um, he is eight clicks deep at 100 points, which is pretty good. Um, he has two traits. His first one is the Outer Glory. Be- before you continue, Dan, yes, we are playing him at 100 points. That's pretty much the standard yeah. where you play him. You don't really play him at another point value. Yeah. Um, so his first trait is the bystanders on this card. They're horsemen bystanders and have max one. So that means you can only generate one of each. Um, at the beginning of the game, you may generate a horseman bystander. When a fire club crosses a starting resolutions, you may generate a horseman bystander. So I don't think he crosses any lines during on his hundred point line, so you won't get that part of it. He would um, cross. Trait, he would cross one, I believe. Is he, does he have a fifty point? Line or something? Um, let me check. No, he doesn't. Okay, so never mind. He will. He will not get that power. Okay, and then his second trait is in seven so it's leadership, mastermind, shape change. So. Rollout and good, uh, just good powers. Uh, when Apocalypse uses leadership and succeeds, you may instead generate a horseman bystander. And then when Apocalypse uses mastermind, friendly characters within range considered to be adjacent. That's eight. That's a sixteen square, or sorry, seventeen square radius. Actually, no, I think it's nine. It's eighteen. Sorry, because he's a two by two plus the eight squares each way. That's like a it's an eighteen square or like diameter that he's covering with his. Ability to mastermind, and he's got cosmic energy. So you're, unless you're a special, or you can somehow shut it off, you're not getting around that. Oh, I think we lost him. Okay, I'll keep he, going. He muted himself on accident. Oh, yeah. like. <laughs> no, I, I muted myself on purpose because there was a very loud. Uh, okay, I'm gonna no. mute myself. All right, Good his, call. Uh, Good his call. speed power, which he gets on the is charge stealth. And then power, choose one effect. Place all horsemen bystanders adjacent to Apocalypse or generate a horseman bystander. So he gets that on clicks one through four. And then he also gets his, his uh, special damage power on the same four clicks, which is eons of scheming and power enhancement prob. So he's like your ultimate utility piece, plus he can still attack because he's a, a 10 for three top dial with charge stealth. And he's got colossal reach. So, and he's got, you know, the whole great size willpower, so it's a three through six, so he can pretty much keep going. Here he has a high probability of going every turn, I should say. Um, his four bystanders, he has a uh, death is hypersonic, precision, invincible, flex, uh, famine is a plasticity, in-cap, super sense of shape change, pestilence is charge, poison, combat reflexes outwit, and war is running shot, uh, psychic blast, toughness, exploit. I would say, and they all end all of his life. So, I think they're pretty good. I mean, I've seen some pretty cool teams with him. Um, I don't know. I What he does at 100 points, and he's just really hard to kill. So, I mean, he can literally just sit back and take pot shots with his 8 range if he wanted to as well. He doesn't have to get up in their face. I mean, he's your, he's your leader. He's got all the, you know, uh, support powers you could want with Smith Rob. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's very good. He's a he's one of the better designed legacy figures they've done in a while, and and they've made second apocalypse. I think they've made his legacy. 
Yeah, because the last one from, was from Mutation and Monsters, which was just not that good. Now, yeah, what so I, I don't know. I think, I think it's great. What I will say about him is he's not a very good attacker. He does have charge. He does have blades. He does. That's pretty much all he does. He does shoot. Uh, you're really probably not going to be shooting him that much because he's only doing three damage. But he does. He's he's like a he's a really really good support p- figure. He's got probability control. He's got empowered enhancement. He makes all those bystanders, which are all pretty much ridiculous. I don't think he himself well, was the- a good attacker. But the two things I will say about him, I think he's super hard to kill because he's got the mastermind from eight away, and he's got shape change and he's got stealth, and. What I will say about him is he seems super fun to play. Like he just seems like a yeah. a super fun figure to play with the horseman and everything like that. I mean, the thing well. is, is like is like apocalypse. You're you're adding him to a team versus like Thanos. You're building around him to make the team. Yes, I mean you can you can obviously build around apocalypse, but I think he's more of like you can add him as a. A sweetener, I, I guess I'd call it, to make your team even better. Versus like Thanos is like, all right, that's the core of your team. Now you have to put all the little bits and pieces to then make him and your team better overall. Yeah, I think Apocalypse fits on a lot of, a lot of teams too. Like I think he's good. He's a good non-theme figure. His keywords are armor, deity, future, horseman, past, ruler, and warrior. So you could, if you really Amazing wanted to, keywords. you could Amazing. sky tyrant him. If you really wanted to, and flash with him, but I would just marry Jane him too. I'd be mar- like, Harry, marry Jane go, as well. Um, you could even Bishop Prime him if you wanted to, because he's got the past. I, I think past and future. Um, you can also you can also doom him as well. Annihilating Conquer. Yep. There. So I think he fits on a lot more teams than Thanos. Thanos, I think, is strictly cosmic. I don't see a lot of non theme. Thanos is out there because you want the theme with Thanos, but overall, yeah, they don't. They aren't really running the Mary Jane anymore with Thanos, so that that was a big change. Like he's pretty much always. Yeah, but no, overall, I think Thanos or um, Apocalypse is a good figure, super hard to kill, but most importantly, he's super fun to play. All right, Kane. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is too is like Thanos is eleven clicks, Apocalypse is eight, Apocalypse is half the amount of points. Yeah. Or like a little, or like he's a little, okay, like uh, a little over, a little less than, or he's like two less than two thirds, or whatever, or a little over two thirds, something like that. I mean, there's a obviously they do a lot of different things. I'm just saying, like the point differences that do help. Yeah. All right, Kane, convince me that Thanos is better than Apocalypse. I mean, you already said it. Apocalypse is fun. Thanos wins games, baby. We're talking range double target we got 12 movement 13 attack top dial 18 in volume we got three damage we all know what his powers in the universe does right roll a d6 uh choose a choose a uh, power below power time reality soul mind space we all know mind was so broken they had to nerf my boy they had to nerf thanos so you're gonna tell me you're gonna pick apocalypse over thanos who had to be nerfed because he was really strong that like wasn't that's, a nerf. It was clearly an oversight in how they wrote that. There was not a nerf. nerf. It was like, oh, we, oh, we're definitely not how we intended that. <laughs> this is my time, Dan. I'm going to win this argument. I'm just joking. No, really, like, that's that's what it is, right? Like, 
I understand that that was a technicality, but that power is still good. He's going to be able to use mind control as free, improve target through everything. He's got a 10 range dual target. You're playing more than one apocalypse. I mean, cool. I'll swing on a grab both of them, swing what I can take out the, the mastermind fodder and start chipping away. Um, your defense on the defense on Apocalypse isn't the greatest. Seventeen, yeah, it's eighteen on his second click. Toughness, the rest down, right? Thanos reduces penetrating damage. Um, when we talk about this versus Thanos, is the team right? Cosmic Deity, um, Ruler, Warrior. You can throw Sky Tyrant. You can do the Mary Jane. You can do all these things with Thanos and be offense. I feel like with apocalypse like you guys already said like this is a cool let's throw it on the team and he offers enhancement empower prob mastermind like those are great but if you're gonna go duke it out with me Thanos is the figure i'd rather have because he can he can handle a, a fest he can reduce penetrating he's got his 10 range he's got his he can heal at some point for free um he can steal energy close and range attacks um and let's just say cosmic energy team ability Hey, we all know Cosmic Energy team ability is amazing. Um, I know Apocalypse has it too, but, I mean, Thanos has it. <laughs> he's 75 more points. He's 11 clicks deep. Well, Apocalypse is 8, So, and you don't reduce is, penetrating. So Apocalypse's willpower is a little better, though. Like Obviously, they both have the willpower. Apocalypse slightly has a bit of an edge on him, but, again, he's a big target, too, at the same time. Right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like to step away from this this uh one-sided argument like it's it's more of like apocalypse is awesome like enhancement uh, was it prob as well it's enhancement and power and probability control right like those that's a really cool damage power for 100 points you're supporting a huge part of your team um and you guys made the argument Thanos is 175 and that is your team um and and that's what it is right if i'm coming at you with a 13 attack um that's it's going to be hard to miss um and when you get me on click three i got a 15 attack but you know what i mean like let's go like what are you going to do um and we've already seen we've witnessed him being paired up with collector mary jane like i said we can do sky tyrant like just as flexible apocalypse is Thanos is just as flexible but stronger um so i think he just has more variety with him as far as his what he can do um cool but uh that's what generate one at the beginning of the game power generate one and then at this so explain the starting line thing for me if someone doesn't mind oh that doesn't work with apocalypse because he doesn't he won't he won't pass a starting line on his uh hundred point dial he'll just die okay they're they're talking. They're talking the click itself, not like the map starting area. No, 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 no. no. They're talking about his starting lines, like how. So you know, you like you, when you you have multiple starting lines, then you like, mm-hmm. oh, I've crossed my hundred point line now. I was one seventy five, and you got you got me by, by down to my low dot. You know, oh, cool. when you're clicking down and you power. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, clicking yeah. up. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, like like. I, I'll conclude my argument because it's not a long argument. Thanos has been in the game longer. We know, and that could be its downside as well, right? Like we know what Thanos can do now, so you can play against him. Apocalypse, we might not, but I, I still I feel stronger with Thanos. I think the Go thing ahead. too, the only well, the only problem I have with Thanos um, is that I I don't like that he doesn't he can't get really like a variety of teams. 
like a lot of his teams, or at least that I've seen. Okay, so granted, it's it's competitive, but there's not really like a variety of you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he's he he is like the majority of your build, but even the builds that I've seen don't really deviate that, that hard. It's like it's yeah. either collector, star sapphire, and like whatever other cosmic stuff is on there, and that's pretty that's much pretty it. Much like it. Everybody, everybody's shifted to that, so I haven't really seen like any creativity in building Thanos teams, if you get what I'm saying. So I, I'm I more do. Excited just, I, think, I think I'm more excited for, for Apocalypse right now because of the, like, amount of different playstyles you can get with him and, like, different team builds you can get. Well, and I think I think the thing, too, is, like, we all like new, right? We got the new toy, so let's play with it, right? Like, it, Apocalypse is fun. I'm not going to take that away. He's a figure that I would love to play with for fun. Um, but again, if we're talking competitive, Thanos is the route I go. But I mean, uh, I still think I still think Thanos is very good, and I still think he'll see a lot of play at Worlds. Yeah, I agree. I guess I, I'm just curious to see if there's going to be like I want to see like a new iteration of like Thanos team. I just find I guess like the cosmic version kind of stale. It's just I don't know. It's like it, it feels like a very like one trick pony kind of team. Well, and I, I think guess. that t- it, it, it sucks because Thanos doesn't have another starting line. Right, apocalypse. Yeah, that, you know yeah. what I mean. That that, that, that been, makes it where it would have been. It would have been interesting if they would have put him down to like say like click six, where he's still like a thirteen attack, three damage, but he has like nine movement. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That would have been that would have been interesting. I guess if they would have done something like that, like give him multiple starting lines, but that might have been too good with the gauntlet. You know. Right. I don't know. That it's one of those things where I know they're trying to like. We talked. We talked that WizKid doesn't really care about balance, but like, I feel like at least they somewhat try, even if it's kind of misguided sometimes, or it, it, the the the, for, the like the foresight isn't always there. Right. Well, and like you said, like the technicality of the mind gem, like they knew what they meant. <laughs> they tried to say it. It just got taken out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing is like I don't necessarily. I mean, that's the thing is, like, uh, it's hard because, like, I want, I really want the, uh, the, like, what's it called? Because he's a, um, what's it called? I'm not sure. He, he's not an OMA, but he's, like, your, uh, he's your tent pole. And yeah. I want tent pole, I want tent poles to be viable. Do I still think he's viable? Yeah, of course he lost, like, an edge because that mind gem power was really strong. Him being able to just ignore full maps and stuff was tough. I think that was partially just because certain maps were really prevalent too, like Realm of Death and was it Data Mine were really prevalent, and I think those were banned too, if I'm not mistaken. So like they double whammied him, you know what I mean? On that end, yeah. like they got rid of the really good map that supported him on top of nerfing his ability. So I don't know. It's one of those things. I, w- I want, I still want like uh, tentpoles like that to be really viable. So. I think he was definitely like a very good example that they could make more like that, and that's perfectly okay. Right, and I think I think like I'm going to kind of compare this to Digimon real quick. Is like this is where like this is one of the things where you know the formula of this figure. You know it's going to be Star Sapphire Collector, whatever. You know that the the variety is very minimal, but it's effective. You could, if you're trying to win a tournament, you're trying to win something, you're trying to you know get some points on the board. You know, I'm going to go safe and and pick this build and play it and get the W one way or another. Um, it, it's a strong team. It's a safe bet. I think. I think the my takeaway is Thanos is safe. 
He is very strong. He does what he needs to do. Uh, we've seen how effective his teams can be. So that, yeah, that's, that's my argument on Thanos. I, I don't think I have much else to say. See, and your last statement is the reason why I don't think he's that good is because he is a gamble with those gems. You're not guaranteed yeah. two or three every single turn. In fact, I think I remember Scott Crampton talking uh, on one of his tournaments he had where he rolled like six or seven ones in a roll on gems. So he couldn't do yeah. much. So that's my I biggest mean, problem so- with Thanos is that he is a gamble. Yes, there is it. Is it likely that you're going to get six or seven ones for your gem rolls in a row? No, but it is a possibility, which same thing I mean, for like I mean, a leadership role. Like it's, it's not guaranteed. Oh yeah. And that's the thing is like, but again, his, his risk versus reward is like really, it's risky, really but yep. that payoff is really good. Yeah. I mean, there could be six or seven turns that you do roll a five or six every single turn. And those are the yeah. games that you're probably not going to lose. But that's my I mean, only. Math... Oh yeah, I mean mathematically speaking, you you have a sixty-seven percent chance of getting at least two. So like your odds are decent, but yeah, there's right. always you always can wind up on the bench of, of one and end up with those like on oh, roll a two or a one like four turns in a row here. Yeah, and I just I yeah. haven't played enough against Thanos or with him to kind of figure out those odds. But but like if you're playing like six or seven, eight games a day, the odds of you rolling once um, a couple consecutive turns in a row can be pretty risky every now and then. But I think that's why the rest of your team is built around that um, one way or another. Um, but, but I do agree and understand what you're saying, but I feel like that's the argument of all single D six rolls, right? Like when they hit, they hit. You need it, you need it, and you get it. It's a very, it's game changer. Um, so I think I think Thanos is that that high risk, high reward. Uh, well, actually, to be honest, really low risk. <laughs> he, he can survive a lot, um, especially with that soul gem, right? So um, you can attack with his soul gem, still hit, heal, and then regeneration for free. So even if you roll a one and you're rolling one seven in a row, Thanos Thanos potentially isn't dying. Like he's he could still survive for a while yeah. um, until you hit what you need to hit. Yeah, but, but I wonder if I wonder if those seven ones in a row were on the computer. Like if those were on the computer, no, they I, were I, they were in real life. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to say it was his first qualifier at nationals is when he wow. had the bad luck. I, I, I asked this question in the Discord. He listens I, to the podcast, maybe, so he will confirm or deny or that uh, or decline, whatever. He will I, tell me if I'm yeah, right or wrong in the mes- in the messenger later this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, let, let me know what he says because, like, those like the numbers in the computer, like, totally. If you roll seven ones in a computer, it totally makes sense to me. Seven row, seven ones in a row in person, like that sounds so like that. I don't know what the statistics are for that. Like that sounds very very slim now Um, what i did find out on his podcast was there's that one tarot card that increases the result that you roll by one yes and if you pull that and you roll a five or a six with thanos you actually get four gems not three gems because it increases by one which is so dumb but that's great yeah (laughs) 
Oh man, that's like a whole nother factor we haven't even added is tarot cards. And and Ryan Redman asked me that when we did the teams, if we could do that, I kind of forgot about it. And also, there's so many of them. I don't know if we could that's- do a breakdown of every world's team and what they should play for tarot cards because there is so many no. of them. But there's definitely like it's tarot cards are very tricky for me because they also help out your teammate or your your opponent. So like if you play the increase your super senses one you kind of don't want or increase the result by one or something like that you're also helping out your um opponent so i don't know if there's many tarot cards out there that just benefit you now there (coughs) excuse me there are some obviously like um the perplex one but odds are your opponent's playing perplex too uh there's the outwit one where you can use it twice things like that the uh, tens and elevens are crit hits, so those obviously help out your opponent. So, there, I'm still trying to figure out the best tarot cards for teams. I more just go off of what's good for my team, and I don't care about what my opponent's playing. Well, I think that's a whole episode on its own. To be honest, like it really is because we have to explain why um, said cards would be better for certain things. But I think ultimately, like it's a deck, right? You're building it to enhance your gameplay, um, your success rate. Uh, so I think a lot of, like you said, the outwit twice. Okay, well, let's make sure we have a lot of characters that have protected outwit um, and that can use outwit, right? Like, oh, they have super sense, increase super senses, D6 roll. Okay, make sure I have outwit so I can outwit their super senses um, or Necrosaur or whatever, whatever something that gets through super senses. So, like, you're always building your team so that your deck complements it. Um, so I think tarot cards are going to be very, very powerful. Um, but I think, I don't know, it, it is one of those like high-risk, high-reward things because your opponent can get it. Your opponent has a deck too. So <laughs> Yeah, so the, a lot of those things can stack up with each other. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I am not going to make a decision on who I think is better, Thanos or Apocalypse. That is the viewer's decision to make that. Uh, they did the pros. I did the cons. Um, it is obviously to each their own. But if there is a, um, a versus that you would like to see, please let us know on Facebook, and we'd love to review both of them. Now, they can be both completely opposite figures, or they can be figures that kind of do the same thing. So, like, I was thinking Venom Wolverine and X-23 from the new X of Swords. So, please let us know. And, and any figures out there that you want us to versus against each other. And two things I want to say on that is a, I don't think we always have to do a competitive or meta, right? Like you always do for fun ones. Um, I mean, we obviously love arguing the competitive meta ones, but um, to, to follow up on that is like uh, with these verses, like apocalypse is fun. Go play apocalypse. If you have them, like this is a game, like we talk about competitive meta, but enjoy the game. Cause that's what it's here for. It's for us to play and have fun. But that is going to be it for this week's podcast. So if you are on your way to Worlds and you're listening to this, thank you. Um, And thank you to all the current listeners and all the new listeners, which I know we are going to get a couple new listeners um, soon because of a trade I made. So thank you for supporting the show (laughs) as always. Um, I always like to just mention, hey, I'm the host of Clicksing It in a trade, something like that. Oh, cool, check it out. So it's a nice way to get that out there. Yeah, I mean, that helps. Spread Um, spread it. But again, Kane, congratulations. Dan, if you didn't hear it, Kane is now engaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, good stuff. Yep. Yes, yes. Pretty excited. Um, 
Are you planning, Kane, to showing mm-hmm. up to Florida? I I don't, unfortunately. Oh, uh, I don't. I wanted to. I really, really did. Um, but uh, I unfortunately have a trip. Is Florida Florida is next month? No, it's January. Oh, it's January seventh through the ninth. Ooh, I thought it was. That's... I thought it was the sixth through the eighth. I don't believe he's having anything on that Thursday. But isn't yeah. the room sold out? No, it's the, no, the sixth through the eighth, dude. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll, I'll look into that. Oh, thought, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at 2022. I don't. I'm just looking at. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the calendar on my wall. So yeah, <laughs> that like, makes 20, more, that makes more sense. <laughs> um, I will. Um, I, I will say on that. Yes, there there rooms aren't sold out yet. I think there's like. 20 or so rooms available. Also, mm-hmm. I believe events are not be able to sign up quite yet. But um yes, the hotel does still have rooms. I will I will say I I will say I have no plans. Um I like I said I just had a bunch of trips and I have one more big trip coming up in the end of October, early November. Um but uh, if the pennies if the pennies stack, I'll, I'll be there, but uh, I have no plans currently. Okay. What are you saying, Dan? Oh, I was going to say, like, I would hope they'd kind of space it out between signing up for the room and signing up for all the events. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought he said that events were going to be um, next or last week, but um, yeah, I guess not. I don't, if, I, I, I don't think he divvied them up last time. I think last time he just all in one, pay for it. Yeah. But no, so. I am. I already have my hotel set. I just have to find a cheap flight to head out there good luck um what i did here is that southwest is very cheap if you fly out on like a wednesday uh tuesday or a wednesday and also they will be having deals on black friday in fact i know expedia expedia is like a ripoff i'm gonna be honest um because we've been looking at prices and they're just way more expensive than southwest but expedia well, did the drop you, their the prices thing, i was gonna say the thing you i usually do is i take a um, a price from if it's lower, the airline will match it. So. Oh, nice. When I know, I don't know if this is good or bad. Me saying this, but there's an app called Skip Lagged. Um, if you're really just try, you're really flexible. Like check that app out. It really does really like it's a it, um, how do you call it? It uh, it really helps you calculate what, how much flights are. It really opens up your options. So Skip Lagged. Um, check that out. If you, uh, if you're tight on money and you're tight on kind of your window of, uh, of when you can fly in and out, check it, check that out. Cause it really is handy. So. Right. Good to know. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, in maybe a month or so about travel plans and things like that to get ready for the next big event in hero clicks. But that is going to be it for tonight's show. Thanks everyone for joining us. Dan, thanks for showing up. Uh, late, but for joining us, I know your work schedule is kind of crazy right now. Dan, uh, Kane, again, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you, thank you. And again, if you want to become a patron and have a chance to win some cool prizes this month, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it. I did mail out all of last month's prize, so I hope those all got to everybody. And then if you want to check out our sponsor, Class Government Hobbies, check out them and use code clicksing it to get 5% off your order. But until next time, next time, everybody. Make sure you're staying safe out there, and as always, keep clicking it.